Chrissy. I love that you're back in Maine. Yo, what up, though? Calling for Chrissy T. Oh, it's Chrissy. What's she going to say next? Chrissy T in the morning. More like Chrissy unfiltered in the morning. Maine's new way to wake up. Chrissy in the morning on Portland's number one hit music station, Q97.9. Yes, Chrissy, you're on the queue. Let's go. Woo. me, baby. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Chrissy in the morning. Thank you, Chrissy, on Q97.9. Woohoo! Good morning. Good morning. Now, I have a... 12-year-old niece, whom, which I wore her shirt yesterday. That was an accident. (laughs) Her pink sweater got mixed up within my laundry, and it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. We're past it. We're past it. However, I did notice she's got a Stanley. I'm looking at her mom like, why does this little girl have a Stanley? It's bigger than her. I call it Club Stanley. You're walking around with those ignorant, big-ass cups. Look, I'm not judging you. You're just a part of a club. It's a thing. So my phone lines are open right now, 775-7979. You could say good morning. Or you could tell me you're in Club Stanley real quick. Hi, yes. Uh are you in the Stanley Club? Oh, I am Club Stanley all the way. What is it with clubs? What what is it with the Stanleys, man? I'm sweating. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, as soon as I got one, I never realized how thirsty I was. <laughs> you sound like every ex-boyfriend I've ever had. <laughs> but my serious question is, these things are so big, and I see these girls walking around with them like it ain't no thing. And it, it, it looks like you're carrying around, like, a large garbage bin with a straw. Well, you know, it's just, you yeah, I mean, means? but it's a lot of, you know, it, it just gets you, gets you what you need. And what is what is the difference between a Stanley and a different cup? Why is this such a phenomenon? You know, it keeps it ice cold all day. Okay, well now now we're sounding like a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> what cup? Yeah, no, I I just you know, I, as soon as my wife got me one, I, I realized you know what the what the what the deal was. Yeah, yeah. Once and you I, go, and I, and I use it every day. Once you go Stanley, you don't go back. You never go back. <laughs> So this dude was arrested. He stole a whole box of Stanleys from the back of Target. That's how desperate he was to get one. And in my head, I'm like, are they that good that you're going to go to jail over it? Yeah, they're not that good. But, you know, if you're you're in the club, you're in the club. So (laughs) I don't I don't blame the guy for trying. Let's start it up. Stanley Club. You're you. You are a you are the, the let's call you a varsity member of the Stanley Club. You got it. I'll wear the letter proudly. Congratulations, sir. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chrissy. <laughs> Happy Taco Tuesday, Chrissy. Taco Tuesday. I got the cheese. taking the Kool-Aid. Q97.9. Okay, but just imagine being a CEO of a company and you're hosting a meeting and you're naked. You're in your birthday suit. You traded out your, your Armani suit for a birthday suit. <laughs> By the way... I have the 10 worst jobs, as told by you, Mainers, that would be the worst to do if you had to do them naked, and they are all up, trending in our Q97.9 app right now. Hello, who's this? Good morning. You there? Good morning. How are you doing? I am doing so well. What's your name, babe? Jen. Hi, Jen. How are you? I am wonderful this morning, actually. 
Oh, my God. What a great answer. Now, tell me something that would be terrible to work if you had to do it naked. <laughs> well, I just came up on a chubby toll collector, and I think that would be oh. what, that would be the most horrible job to do naked. I'm sorry. You said what? A toll collector. You know, somebody who oh. collects the toll money on the highway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you said a chubby toll collector. I was like, what is going on? A chubby. She's, I just came up on one of the ones on the highway. <laughs> she was she was a kind of a chubby, a big, big girl. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no offense to bigger ladies because I'm, I'm hefty, messy, but, you know, I, I think that would be one of the most horrible jobs to do. Yeah, well, now that I think about it, because they're just sitting in there collecting money, it's prostitution. All day long. At right. that point, and, it's prostitution. Right. <laughs> Everybody's seeing you naked ass. Uh, naked booty, sorry. Well, no, they're not seeing your booty because you're sitting down, but they're definitely seeing your knocker. Yeah, they're seeing something. <laughs> they're, they're seeing something, and they're paying you for it, whether they like it or not. <laughs> yep. <laughs> at least they're getting paid, though, right? <laughs> yeah, at least they're getting paid. Monetize everything. I always say that. <laughs> right. You have a good day. Chrissy in the morning on Q97.9. So, Chrissy, need you to actually start reporting the news. Oh, what? You trash. You know you... You're trash, man. This is trash. This is a sweet, sweet trash. I don't know, dude. This news is trash. Like, y'all are so trash. So I'm going to say your name. Then I'm going to call I you I hate trash. that I even have to report these things. But it's a part of my job. It's Dumpster Fire News. Q97.9. <laughs> now, this is supposed to be a segment where we talk about stupid news. Right. But real quick... Shout out to all the kids that have a snow day today. I just looked up at the news, the real news, and I'm like, yes, look at all those closings. Like Scarborough's closing at 11.30. Elliot is closed. Sebago School Department just just came in. They're closing at noon. Awesome. Man, I miss those days. It used to be so much fun. Can I get a snow day here in the studio? No, it doesn't work like that when you're an adult. All right, let's start it out. Madonna. This is my favorite dumpster fire news today. Madonna really yelled out the wrong city while performing at her concert in Toronto. And I mean, at the worst possible time, too. Literally came out the gate and she yelled this. Are you ready? Just amazing. You know, my favorite part about this is the fact that nobody in the crowd skipped a beat. They're in Toronto. They're Toronto natives, most of them. And Madonna is yelling, what's going on, Boston? Everyone's like, nothing, you? As if nothing's wrong. They didn't care. They did not care. It's, it's almost like she tried to, she brainwashed them. They didn't think they were in Toronto anymore. They thought they were in Boston. You can do that when you're Madonna. If Madonna says Toronto is Boston, then welcome home, bub. Welcome home. Jelly Roll. You know what? I think this is pretty cool. We play Jelly Roll here on Q97.9. And if you've ever seen him on social media, he's a pretty damn big burly tattoo dude. And he kind of scares me. He does. But he's incredibly talented. He was out in Flint, Michigan, which I personally have been to before. And he went to the Genesee County Jail to get a lineup. And, you know, for those of you who aren't millennials or Gen Zs, a lineup is actually just a haircut for a dude. 
Um, and he did this because he wanted to get a haircut from an inmate that he had heard just graduated from barber school from inside the prison academy. I think this is really cool. So as some of you may know, I did do radio out in Michigan for a couple of years. So I got to see Flint. We had some gigs out there. It was tough, man. It was a tough city to be in. But uh, overall, Jelly Jelly Roll definitely did better out there than I did, <laughs> looks-wise. Um, I just uh, I needed a few more face tats, you know, to really fit in out in Flint, Michigan. Um, but on a serious note, I, I think it's really cool to see celebrities helping people like that. You know, when you have a life sentence, and not that I would know this, but when you have a life sentence in jail, you're kind of throwing your whole life away, right? And... You know, if they're allowing you to do things creative like that, like attend barber school within the jail, um, and celebrities go and you know they do their thing in there, I think it's really awesome. You might be you you might fight me on that. That's fine, but Jelly Roll, you're cool. Well, good morning, Chrissy. Knock knock. Who's there? Noise. Noise. Who? Nice to see you. How are you? Noise. Noise. <laughs> I love this question. You want to know why? Because so many people have so many different answers. And when I just threw it up on our Q97.9 Facebook, people are going in. People are going in. Now, the question is, when you're in a relationship, how do you figure out when you go out to get drinks who's paying? I understand. And and trust me, I get this. I understand when you are married, it doesn't matter. You, You got the joint bank account. But then there are the people that have messaged me on our Q97.9 app saying, yeah, we're married, but we don't have a joint bank account and we split things 50-50. That's crazy to me. Crazy to me. I can't talk on that because I've never been married. But the question here is, and please join in on this, 775-7979. When you are in a relationship, who is buying the drinks? Now, I have had it where, you know, my boyfriend buys quite literally everything. And I'll tell you something, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like that because it almost, it it tricks you into thinking that you can't buy anything for yourself, if that makes sense. But that's, you know, that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. But do you think it's fair to split things 50-50 if you go out for drinks a lot with your significant other? Or where is your theory here? What do you and your significant other do? Because let's be honest, it's me and everybody's in a relationship. Let's talk about that. 775-7979. Here's what I'm going to say. I think it's hot if a man buys most of the rounds and then allows me to buy one round. And I also think it's cute. It's like, okay, go ahead, buy a shot. You can buy a shot. I'll let you buy a shot kind of thing. But I'd like to know how you and your partner do it. Because I also have an intern here iq 97.9 who has told me that she's been dating this guy who doesn't pay for quite literally anything and when she offers up oh i got this round he doesn't say oh i got the next round wild that's wild to me i don't i'm not saying i like a sugar daddy but i do like a man that can take control you know oh here's my card babe here's my card uh good morning good morning chrissy what's up babe how are you I'm all right. How are you today? Oh, I'm so good. I'm just over here trying to figure out what is the right etiquette of paying for drinks in a relationship. I think it depends. I think if you're new to dating, then um, you can either rotate, take turns. I believe it, love, all is fair in love and war. Ooh, I like I've that. been with my husband for years. Once we got married, 
I was 20 years old. We, you know, committed bank accounts together. And you just run it like it's your own bank account anyway. You make sure you discuss things. And my husband usually pulls out the card because back in the day, the men usually work and pay. Of so course. he pulls out the card, but it's both of our money earned together. So so it's kind of like, a, okay, wait, hold on. I, I have two questions here. So number one, how did you have any money at 20 years old to combine a bank account with? Respectfully. Well, we kind of met when I was 16. He was 19. And Lord. Yeah, so we ended up working. His mom had a store at the time, so I worked there from 16 to about 20. Okay. And um, we both were part of Town & Country, so... Ooh, uh, that's my credit union. Yeah, I know. You guys advertise all the time. I love Town & Country. I've been with them. They allow kids to do it, too, so my grandparents opened an account for me when I was, like, 10. Oh, no, wait. Um, That's the smartest way to do it. It really is, and then they started saving until I was old enough to transfer it to myself. So, um, but I think once we got married, we kind of combined things and he worked for somebody for years. And once I was old enough to work, I did the same thing and we had a kid at 19. So, oh my God. Um, yeah, we had to work to put away money, you know, but right. once well, you live together, the bills become yours together. The car payment. Yeah, every, everything's the same once, once you're, once you're married and you live together. But I just realized now. Anytime I'm out and I see I see a couple that's married and the man puts the card down, I'm over here thinking, what a gentleman. Then I'm now realizing through you, okay, wait, it's just because he's tricky. They have a shared bank account. They've got a, yeah, they got a shared bank account. It doesn't matter whose card goes down. But I think it does look better because you were thinking yourself, you know, you're thinking, oh, what a gentleman. Right. You know what I mean? So it does look good when the man puts the card down. But I think we even going so to a hot. store together, I'm like, do you have your wallet or is it my wallet today, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, damn, did I leave my purse at home or? <laughs> yeah. I will never not call my husband a sugar daddy once I ever get married. If I ever get married, he's still going to be my sugar daddy. He'll be using my money, If I have to money, say anything, and even that. my husband, you don't have to be married to have a long-lasting relationship. All marriages is just committing everything financially together. When you get a house, oh, you right. you're scaring your me now. Now, now you're scaring me. Yeah, Come so there's commitment to it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my boyfriend; he's not awake yet. <laughs> That's right. Well, at least he's still—he's still a newer boyfriend for you. I don't even think it's been a year, right? No, no, it hasn't. It's actually—it's um, only been like three, four months. So we're figuring that out. So if he listens, he still needs to pay. <laughs> oh, yes, he does. You're damn right. <laughs> Don't worry. He pulls. Oh, baby. <gasps> you naughty little biscotti. <laughs> Why don't you just meet me in the middle? Chrissy in the morning on Q97.9. Okay. Back to this question. And my my phone lines are open because we're getting lots of text messages about this on our, on our Q97.9 app, which feel free to involve yourself in you can text me you can call me you can leave me a voicemail i'd love to hear your voice though we're going live on this we're going live on this 775-7979 when you go out for drinks with your significant other how do you split the bills who pays and i'm going through our messages and like i said before almost every woman on here says oh the man pays the man pays or if you're married, it's totally different. You obviously have a shared bank account. However, maybe I'm wrong, though, because Philip Murphy from Saco says 10 years and we split. We still don't share a bank account. So there's levels to this. 
There's levels to this. Q97.9, you are live on Chrissy in the morning. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm good. Where are you from? Where are you at? I'm in Portland. Okay. Hey, how's the snow out there? Are you on the roads? Oh, it's just like flurries. Yeah, it's cute. It's it's like that cute little stage. Yeah, it's no big deal. It's <laughs> no big deal. We got this. <laughs> we got this. We're mainers. Right, right. Anyways, babe, so, what do you think? I think I think you you take turns. You split. Sometimes he does. Sometimes you do. Okay. I feel like people expect 50-50 in a relationship. And if you expect 50-50 in a relationship, that goes to everything, including paying for the Ooh. bill. You know... You know who said something to me like that? Uh, Joey from CYY. Yeah. Uh, he's amazing. I was telling him about my new relationship and how it's it's just I've never had such a good one before because we we work together on everything. I don't sit there and expect him to do X, Y, Z just because he's a man. And he doesn't sit there and expect me to do X, Y, Z just because I'm a woman. You know what? It's actually really nice to go 50-50 on everything. And he's like, isn't that a partnership? Isn't 50-50 yeah. a partnership? Listen, you got to be a team. And, you know, sometimes, like, nobody's 100% all the time. So sometimes they pick up the slack. Sometimes you pick up the slack. I like it. But when you look at the whole picture, it's about even or 50-50. Otherwise, hidden expectations will ruin a relationship. Ooh, ooh, girl, say it again. (laughs) That's it. Hidden expectations will ruin a relationship. If you don't talk about them, you're going to get let down. Man, ain't that the truth? That's why communication is key. Communication is key. Because you can't sit there and expect things when they don't know you're expecting them. You know, how do you fix what you don't know is broken? How do they know? And everybody comes from a different background, so everybody's expectations might be different. You might think he knows this, Mm -hmm. but maybe that's not what they grew up with. I, I like that. I like that. Now, somebody said, her name is Melissa. Tell me what you think about this. She says, if it's $100 or less, they rock, paper, scissors. Best two out of three has to oh, pay. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It makes it fun. And then yeah. it's like, it's not that big of a deal. It's really not that big of a deal. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have any money left, just tell your damn partner, hey, I don't have a lot of money. Right. <laughs> I can't go Right, out. right. Spot me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she also said over $100, they work together on the bills. And then she says 24 years later, and it all still works. So that kind of lines up with what you were just saying. I agree. I agree. No sugar daddies out here. It's teamwork season. There you go. (laughs) Thanks for the call. Be safe on the roads, okay? No problem. Bye. Bye. Happy Taco Tuesday, Chrissy. Taco Tuesday. I got the cheese. She's tasting the Kool-Aid. Q97.9. It is Taco Tuesday. We'll talk about that later. I want to know where you're going to get your tacos at. But following up with that story. So I told you yesterday I finally had Chick-fil-A for the first time. Number one, those aren't just chicken nuggets. Those are those are beautiful, perfect, amazing chicken things. <laughs> Was that your reaction when you had Chick-fil-A for the first time? You can't even get the words out. But so we're waiting in line. And it was packed yesterday. It was the one in Westbrook. And shout out to all the workers that worked there. They were all so sweet and kind. And there were so many of them working and just trying to crank out all this food. Because it seems like, you know, with Martin Luther King Day, I think there was just a lot of people out and about. No schools. A lot of people didn't have any work. So this line was like around the building. And my boyfriend and I, we went in. Because I think it's a big part of mental health is not going through a drive-thru. We like to walk into places. It's our it's our thing. <laughs> Whether we go to Dunkin' Donuts, we refuse to do the drive-thru. We like to walk in and talk to people. It's kind of our thing. But so yesterday, 
and I can't make this up, the people in front of us, we have not ordered yet, but the people in front of us start yelling that their order is wrong. And when I tell you there was a line inside this place, 20 people long, 20 people long, and they're just causing a huge scene saying that their order is wrong and they paid for it and blah, blah, blah. Or I'm sorry, you know what? They didn't pay for it yet. They were about to pay for it. They said they weren't going to pay for it unless they got the order correct. And the workers, and God bless them, they were like, please step aside, ma'am. You know, we're going to work on that as soon as possible. And she was like, no, I'm not going to go anywhere until this order is correct. And, you know, whatever this person was saying. So I turn around. I go, you know what? I'm going to pay for her order. So it's wrong, but I'll pay for it. That way the food is free. And, you know, you can stop causing a scene, girlfriend, you know, time time to move on. Because I was so uncomfortable. I didn't want anybody, everybody else to be so uncomfortable. So she actually let me pay for it and she left. I'm not going to judge her. Sometimes, sometimes you do what you got to do. But I just wonder, and we've talked about this before in Chrissy in the Morning. Do you send your food back when it's wrong? But when it comes to fast food, do you get upset when your order's wrong? To a point where you're, you'll go back in to that fast food place and cause a scene I don't know for me if I get like a McNugget instead of you know onion rings I'm still happy (laughs) I'm still happy I'm not going to turn around and go home but please join in on this conversation if you would like to and was anyone there yesterday did I see anybody there during this situation it was hilarious shout out Chick-fil-A for being so great but uh, 775-7979 if you've been in a similar situation like this before I'd love to hear about it but that was just a quick little story just a wild, quick little story. I'm not kidding, you guys. I wrote it down in my notepad so I could tell you about it. I paid for this woman's Chick-fil-A so that she would just stop screaming about the order being wrong. I felt so bad for the workers there because they're doing their best. There were so many people there. They're just doing their best. And to be screamed at, because I've worked in the food industry before, to be screamed at when you are so busy like that, it's just not fun. So anyway... Seven seven five seven nine seven nine. Have you either been in this situation before? Have you seen this situation happen? And and or would you ever return fast food like that? I don't know. Q ninety seven dot nine. You are live. Please don't swear. Hello. Hello. How are you? You're echoey. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, you're super echoey, and I don't want people to to hate us for talking through a kaleidoscope. I'm I'm gonna put you on hold. Stay right here. Okay, I'm gonna hit commercials and we'll talk. Okay. Oh, I love listening to Chrissy in the morning. <laughs> Q97.9. This is wild, and I feel like we're about to start a fight. That's my favorite my favorite thing about this job, Maine, is when we fight. It's hilarious. But anyways, there is a study, and this dates back to 2016. However, it has found its way back to social media. You have to love TikTok and the way that it makes things go viral overnight. But if you like your coffee black... You are apparently a psychopath. Congratulations. Okay. Now, it's basically saying if you enjoy things that are bitter, stuff like black coffee, dark chocolate, gin and tonics, three of my favorite things, mind you, (laughs) it's supposed to mean, and don't shoot the messenger on this one, but it's basically supposed to mean that you're narcissistic, you're aggressive, and you're sadistic. (laughs) I don't know that I I don't know that I agree with that. I think there's definitely something to be said about someone that likes black coffee, but I think it's just that something to be said is the fact that their taste buds just like bitter things. I don't think I don't think because you like a bitter taste means that you are bitter yourself. 
Okay? So this study found that people who like bitter stuff are more likely to have types of antisocial qualities that psychopaths have. And they were more likely to take pleasure in seeing other people suffer. Now, I don't know how we got so morbid here, but please, Maine, agree with me or disagree with me. And you know what? Not me. Agree with this study or disagree with this study. I need to hear from people that drink their coffee black. I've got questions. I've got questions. My phone line is open, 775-7979. I'll say this. There are days where I just want a nice black cup of coffee. I don't want any of the sugar in it. I don't want any of the the hazelnut toffee to the third hot chocolate creamer in it. But there are days that I want a nice coffee like that from Dunkin' Donuts. I wouldn't say that I'm a psychopath for it, but Q97.9, hello. Hello. How do you take your coffee? Let's jump into this. Well, first of all, I don't drink hot coffee because the second it touches my lips, I need the bathroom like ASAP. (laughs) So I'm iced coffee all the way. Definitely not black. That's gross. Wait, what's the difference between iced coffee and hot coffee when it comes to going to the bathroom? I don't know. Hot coffee just makes me have to go to the bathroom. So I stick to iced coffee. Got it. Black coffee, I think it's gross for sure. Very bitter. But I do think people who drink a glass of milk are psychopaths. That really, really overstimulates me thinking about it. I get that. You uh, you know, I have anxiety thinking about someone picking up a glass of whole milk and just drinking it. No, that's no. That'd send me over the edge. They're more psychopaths. This is amazing, by the way. But they're more of a psychopath than black coffee. I agree. For sure. 100%. I don't think there's anything wrong with black coffee. It's just bitter and not, not my thing. Yeah. But people who drink a tall glass of milk, that's a psychopath for sure. I mean, I'll drink a tall glass of Ogre's premium chocolate milk any day because that's just like a milkshake. Okay, now we're opening a door here. Now we're opening a door. (laughs) What do you you mean? What what is the difference between chocolate milk and a glass of like whole milk? Have you ever had Ogre's premium chocolate milk? This isn't about me. This isn't about me. Yes, I have, but... You're missing out if you haven't tried it because it's nice and thick and tastes like a milkshake, so that's acceptable. But regular milk? No. Straight psychopath. Nothing refreshing about regular milk. It get, leaves a weird we coat and taste in your mouth. It's just strange to me. Okay, but with chocolate, with chocolate milk, you don't think it's weird if you have a glass of chocolate? What is happening? Well, I mean, I don't fill it to the brim. I'll have, like, maybe half of a glass, if right. that. You're not that crazy. Uh, you're crazy. You're half crazy. Yeah. You're not full glass of milk crazy. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just half milk crazy. Just a half milk crazy. I like you. I think. Well, thank you. I like you, too. <laughs> We, but you understand we both sound like psychopaths and we're talking about other people being a psychopath. It's totally fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's okay. We're fine. It's fine. We're, we're all thriving. It's fine. We're good. Yeah, everybody's nothing, happy. Nothing to see here. Look away. Yeah. So, Chrissy, need you to actually start reporting the news. Oh, what? You trash. You know you is. You're trash, man. This is trash. This is sweet, sweet trash. I don't know, dude. This news is trash. Like, y'all are so trash. So I'm going to say your name, then I'm going to call I you I hate friend. that I even have to report these things, but it's a part of my job. It's Dumpster Fire News. Q97.9. <laughs> you know when you go to a concert, and you know the concert's about to pop off, it's about to start, when the artist, whoever that may be, whether it's this guy, Morgan Wallen, or Madonna, and they get out on stage and they say, How we feeling, man? And everyone's all, oh, my God, yeah. 
Well, Madonna. Madonna, Madonna. She really stepped out on stage to start her concert in Toronto. Remember that? Toronto. (laughs) And she called out the wrong city. This woman called out the wrong city, and I love her for it. I respect her for it. That's hilarious. Look, she's got a lot going on. She's got a lot going on. She's Madonna. But she did it at the worst possible time, too. I mean, literally came out of her gate and, and yelled this. Are you ready for the stand? <laughs> Are you ready to battle? Yeah. How do you mix up? And I get it. When you're busy and you're Madonna, you can mix up cities. But how Toronto and Boston, they're very, very different. They're very different. My favorite part about this, though, the fact that nobody in the crowd skipped a beat. They're all Toronto residents, right? Well, most of them. But they still yelled like they were in Boston when she said that. It's like she tricked them. They didn't care. They did not care. I guess you could do that when you're Madonna. If Madonna said, if Madonna says, Toronto is Boston, then welcome home, bub. Go get your car in your pocket. Welcome home. You now live in Boston. Um, You know what? I think this is pretty cool. Moving on. We played Jelly Roll here on Q97.9. He's amazing. He's the God, I need a favor guy. If you've ever seen him, he's a big, burly tattoo dude. He kind of scares me. I'm not going to lie. I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to say it, but I am afraid of him. If if he ever comes to the studio to do an interview, I mean, I'll do it. I would love it. I'd be scared the whole time. Scared the whole time. He's incredibly talented, but he's so scared. Because have you ever seen him? He's huge. And he has face tattoos. I don't know where to look. Anyway, he was out in Michigan over the weekend, which I personally have been to this, this town before called Flint. And he went to the county jail out there. And I know that that sounds weird, but what he wanted to do is he wanted to support an inmate that had just graduated from barber school from inside the prison academy. And you know what? I think that is super cool. I think it's super cool. He went out of his way to give a little bit of hope, a little bit of glimpse to somebody who has probably ruined their life. I think it was a life sentence that this man in jail have received, but that's neither here nor there. I just think it's really great that Jelly Roll's going out of his way to do things like that. He was his very first customer at his barbershop that he opened up in jail. <laughs> I always said, I always said, if I wasn't in serious, well, I am serious about the gym, but if I wasn't, I couldn't get it together. You just, you got to get incarcerated. You, <laughs> you get in shape. Knock on so much wood. Knock on so much wood for saying that. I, and I hesitated saying that. I'm digging myself a hole. Please, karma, don't come at me. Uh, Chrissy in the morning. Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Yeah, the guy's a tool. Get rid of him. It's a moment when I show up, got him saying why. Yeah, is this Chrissy? Chrissy in the morning. <laughs> Q97.9. It's the best show in May. It's a moment when I show up, got him saying why. Good morning, Chrissy. What's up, babe? How are you? I'm all right. How are you today? I'm good. I just made a snow angel on the top of one city center. And we're talking about the right etiquette for paying for drinks when you're in a relationship. Who does what? I think it depends. I think if you're new to dating, then um, you can either rotate, take turns. I believe all is fair in love and war. 
But since I've been with my husband for years, once we got married, I was 20 years old. We, you know, committed bank accounts together. And you just run it like it's your own bank account anyway. You make sure you discuss things. And my husband usually pulls out the card because back in the day, the men usually work and pay. So he pulls out the card, but it's both of our money earned together. So... So it's kind of like, okay, wait, hold on. I, I have two questions here. So number one, how did you have any money at 20 years old to combine a bank account with? Well, we kind of met when I was 16. He was 19. And Lord. Yeah, so we ended up working. His mom had a store at the time. So I worked there from 16 to about 20. Okay. And um, we both were part of town and country. So, Ooh, uh, that's my credit union. Yeah, I know. You guys advertise all the time. I love town and country. I've been with them. They allow kids to do it, too. So my grandparents opened an account for me when I was, like, 10. Oh, no, wait. Um, That's the smartest way to do it. It really is. And then they started saving until I was old enough to transfer it to myself. So, um, but I think once we got married, we kind of combined things. And he worked for somebody for years. And once I was old enough to work, I did the same thing. And we had a kid at 19. So, Oh, my God. Um, yeah, we had to work to put away money, right. you know. But uh, once well, you live together, the bills become yours together. The car payments, yeah, every, become everything's yours together. the same once once you're once you're married and you live together. But I just realized now, anytime I'm out and I see I see a couple that's married and the man puts the card down, I'm over here thinking, what a gentleman. Then I'm now realizing through you, okay, wait, it's just because he's tricky. <laughs> we have a shared bank account. They've got a, yeah, they got a shared bank account. It doesn't matter whose card goes down. <laughs> But I think it does look better because you were thinking yourself, you know, you're thinking, oh, what a gentleman. Right. You know what I mean? So it does look good when the man puts the car down. But I think we even go so to a hot. store together. I'm like, do you have your wallet or is it my wallet today? You know? Yeah. Like, oh, damn. Did I leave my purse at home or? <laughs> yeah. I will never not call my husband a sugar daddy once I ever get married. If I ever get married, he's still going to be my sugar daddy. Even if when I, I have pay to say anything things. and even my husband. You don't have to be married to have a long-lasting relationship. All marriages is just committing everything financially together. When you get a house, oh, you right. can both you're put your name me now. on it. Now, now you're scaring me. Ugh. Yeah, Come so there's commitment to it. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my boyfriend. He's not awake yet. <laughs> That's right. Well, at least he's still he's still a newer boyfriend for you. I don't even think it's been a year, right? No, no, it hasn't. It's actually, um, it's only been like three, four months. So we're figuring that out. So if he listens, he still needs to pay. <laughs> oh, yes, he does. You're damn right. <laughs> don't worry. The man pulls his card out enough. It's a moment when I show up. God, I'm saying why. Yeah, is this Chrissy? Chrissy in the morning. Q97.9. It's the best show in Maine. Let's talk about this one real quick. Okay, Swifties, they want to know why there was no outrage when the NFL showed Eminem at the Bills game. Now, if you don't know what a Swiftie is, a Swiftie is a Taylor Swift fan. And they are great. They are like a wild pack of hyenas. They will protect her at no cost or at every cost. I don't know what that saying is supposed to mean, but you know what I meant. Now, Eminem was in the house for the Lions in the Rams playoff game in Detroit on Sunday, which, by the way, you know I did radio in Detroit, so I know what this means to the Lions. This is the first time they have ever won a playoff game in probably 50 years. So it was a big day. It was a big day. So the camera cut to Eminem several times during the game, and nobody complained. 
Nobody complained, which, I mean, that checks out to me. But, however, this is the crazy part. The fact that people did not complain about the NFL pointing the camera at Eminem during this game in Detroit. And when they put it on Taylor Swift, everybody complains. Why didn't they complain about putting it on Eminem? Well, let me tell you this, Swifties. Because Taylor Swift took over the NFL and nobody asked for it. Nobody asked for that. They just wanted to play football. So usually it's, an, it's a rare occurrence when you, you see a celebrity in the house. You want to pan to them. It's a part of the thing. However, with Taylor Swift, it's not just panning to her. She is the whole game. Taylor Swift is the, is the Super Bowl. Is what she is. It's a Taylor Swift concert. When you watch the NFL now, that's why. That's why. That's why there's no outrage when they showed Eminem. In fact, they probably were excited that the world showed Eminem, that the NFL showed Eminem. It's like, finally, another superstar. It's not just Taylor Swift. I don't know why I'm going so hard here right now. I'm like foaming at the mouth, but I would love to see Eminem on the camera in the middle of a Rams and a Lions game instead of Taylor Swift. Of course I would. And everybody else would too, I'll be honest. <laughs> I feel like Swifties are going to come after me. I need to go take a breath and get a... Chrissy in the morning on Q97.9. Oh, this is too funny to me. Do you ever go on Marketplace... And you just look things up just for fun. You don't need anything, but you just like to see the prices and what people do online. It's amazing. Now, because of this whole Stanley Cup situation going on, you know, at Target, they have these these custom Valentine's Day limited edition Stanleys. They're pink and red. And because people are going nuts and you can't find them anywhere, I just decided to Google it real quick or Marketplace Google it, I guess you could say. They're trying to sell these Stanleys. For a hundred bucks. Are you out of your tree? Are you out of your tree? Oh my God, I'm scrolling right now. I see I see a Louis Vuitton one. I see it. Wow. For $150. Are y'all really out here in Club Stanley? Trying to... Oh my God, there's a $185 Stanley Mistletoe Twist Edition. This world that we live in is absolutely insane. Anyways, enjoy your snow day. I know that a lot of schools are closed. Go have fun out there. Tag Q97.9 on Instagram. We'll repost all your snowmen or your sledding videos. We'd love to see what you're doing out there on the streets. And look, I'll be back tomorrow morning. Wednesday, halfway through the week tomorrow. We're almost there. (laughs) Kind of, sort of. And hey, I'll leave you with this. If it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. And you know what? If a Stanley Cup makes you happy, then go off. Go get it. It can't be that bad.